We are live. Live, live, live. Yes, sir. What's this? Uh, what's our name for Thursday? Is Sports Equinox Thursday. Sports Equinox Thursday. I like yeah, it, man. man. Thursday, Sport- October twentieth. October. Yes, sir. 20th, October twentieth. Thursday, Sports Equinox. I think this is the first of four based on the graphic or the tweet or whatever I saw. Uh, but I'm live from the Thunderdome in Indy. Got my co-host, A.B. Man, I'm in and... Chocolate City, baby. We in Washington, D.C., man. Howard homecoming this weekend, man. Ain't no party like a Howard party. Hey, man, y'all might have the most – probably no, no, no might about it. Y'all got the most popular homecoming in America. <laughs> No question. Now, you know what I mean? That, that's that's crazy. I've been hearing about this homecoming since I was a jit. Uh, I'm trying to get Florida. you out. No, nowhere, nowhere to, near. Nowhere near up there, to, but I've been hearing about this. Trying to get you trying to get you out here, man. One day. One day. One day I'm going to get, get out there. Yeah, yeah. One, one day I got to get out there and experience it for myself. So I'm not I'm, I'm not too old. I'm 36. Nah, now, man. I probably you, won't get out there until 37. What you mean? You know what I mean? I love not coming all... All ages, man. Even though you're not alum, you you know yeah. we'll give you that we'll give you that that hat for the weekend, man. But now nah, you come out here whenever, man. You have a great time. Trust and believe that. I gotta pull up, man. I gotta pull up. I gotta get some. Uh, I gotta get some gear too. Gotta get some gear. Rep. I gotta rep that shit, man. But uh, yeah, what we got to talk about, man? We obviously got the Thursday night football game to previews. The banged up Saints. Yeah, uh, man. We got um we got NBA, man. Yeah, Arizona Cardinals. D Hop making his return uh, to the to the big stage. Obviously on prime time, playing on the short week. We got the NBA. The NBA is back. People already overreacting, already panicking about their teams. Lakers, yeah. Nets. Um, you know the Golden State Warriors kind of look like they picked up where they left off. Did you check? Did you watch that uh, Suns Mavs game last night? Nah, I didn't, man. I didn't watch the uh, the game last mm-hmm. night, but I definitely, I definitely caught the um, you know, when uh, Golden State. When they got their rings, they got the banner raised, and they played mm-hmm. the Lakers. So I caught that blowout. Um, but yeah, man, I'm actually excited about about the NBA season, man. We got a lot of young guns, man. That's that's yeah, that's looking to you know prove their their um their stay in the league. You know what I mean? Um, obviously we got some old heads, but I'm excited to see where where the season is going to take us this year. Yeah, man. Me, me too. I'm excited about it. And like, you know, it's kind of been some underwhelming primetime games and games in the NFL. So if we get some big games, now we can turn on, the, you know, the tube damn near any night and get a good matchup. So definitely going to be locked in the NBA as well. The, ML, the MLB, Major League Baseball playoffs, are going on right now. This is kind of the only time I usually yeah, can this, watch baseball. That's, <laughs> I told that's a, this this round of time, I tap in. I'm, I'm going to tap yeah. in. Yeah, so um, we got that. What else we got? We got hockey. Hockey has started. Um, but, yeah, we'll get into that, man. We'll get into all that on the other side. Obviously, shoot your questions on Twitter using the hashtag M2M Live. And this podcast is brought to you by FanDuel. You see the logo on the top, FanDuel Sportsbook. If you are betting, bet with the best sports book in the world. Uh, you got anything else before we hit? Sure, actually, you gonna have to hit the intro. I don't have no control. Yeah, Thunderdome. Nah, we we good money, man. Like you said, man, we gonna catch everybody on the other side, man. Definitely, uh, tap into the comment section. Let's be interactive today on this good yeah. Thursday. Yeah. As always, man. Catch you on the other side. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Speaking of these uh, sports, let's see who who won last night real quick. NBA, I see the Wizards got a win. Pistons started out. Hawks. Bulls beat my heat. Who else? 
Pelicans blew blew the net blew my nets out. I'm still riding with them though. Coming out the East, Grizzlies won one at OT. T Wolves, Hornets, Jazz, Suns, Trailblazers. All those teams came out with wins last night. Now, did you tap into the MLB playoffs at all last night? Nah, not last night, man. It was a long night for me last night in the in the in the crib with the little okay. ones. Um, so no TV last night, but. Who um who was up last night? I believe I saw people talking about the um uh, Yankees the Astros. Yeah, yeah, Yankees Astros. Yeah, that's what I figured. I seen a lot of people talking about that. I'm trying to see the score, but I know I saw um damn the dude name. Oh no, don't get me don't get me on headline. But uh Yankees Astros, Astros beat the Yankees four to two and then uh NL CS Game two of the NLCS, the Padres beat the Phillies eight to five. So those are your scores. Thursday man, morning so, from the men to men pod. So we got we, we definitely gotta tap into that though. We gotta tap into the to this MLB, man, so we can get on here and uh give our um expert opinions. Yeah. <laughs> our yeah. Expert opinions. Yeah. You know Big I'm baseball guys. You know, you know it. Uh, what you want to jump you, into, man? Let's jump into the Thursday night game, man. Um, you, you talked about it. Thursday night game, New Orleans Saints banged up. Um, got a, a lot of a, a lot of guys. Um, that's out over there for uh, for Eno. They'll be traveling to Arizona, as you said. D Hop, man, he'll be making his debut this year after um, serving um, six game suspension, man. Um, do you think D Hop comes in? and gives these Cardinals a spark. I mean, shit, yeah, they, they need one. And obviously he is one of the best in the game. So I think D-Hop, you know, not only what he'll bring on the field, but just his energy kind of off the field. I think everybody's yeah. kind of going to step their play up. And, you, and like you said, you're playing against a banged-up Saints team. Now, when they get out there, they're going to fight. They're going to play hard. Um, that's what they've been doing week in and week out. Um but this is a team that, on paper, the Cardinals should beat. You know, you still got your starting quarterback that you just paid a bunch of money. Uh, the head coach, Cliff, man, he he got a – he don't look like he's been having a clue out there half the time. He he got to figure it out. Cliff got to figure it out. Um, Kyler obviously got to figure it out. And D-Hop will definitely help. Um, he'll definitely help get that team in sport. He got Robbie Anderson coming over as well. Um, so it'll be interesting, man. I'll definitely be locked in. But um, hold on. It be like you have some technical difficulties over there. But um, but yeah, man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be tapped into this one. I think the boys gonna put together a a, a nice parlay tonight. A D Hop is back. Hopefully, maybe we shall see. But I may put one together too, man. So I have an anytime touchdown for him. I know they're gonna be uh make a concerted effort to get ten the ball. Um. What else am I put on there? Probably a Kyler Murray, 225, something like that. But it's going to be interesting watching this game, seeing a lot of reserve players playing for the Saints. Um, who knows who's going to start at quarterback? Is it going to be Jameis? Is it going to be Andy Dalton? Uh, we don't know that. Uh, but we shall see, man. You good? Yeah. yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I had to make some make a pivot, man. But <laughs> – had to make a pivot. But, no, nah, I, I was listening to what you were saying just for D-Hop, man, and um, just Coach, you know, Cliff over there on the sideline. But having Kyler Murray, um, I think it would have been it would have been great to be able to have, you know, D-Hop and Hollywood Brown. But obviously, him yeah. suffering, that, suffering that injury, man, it's going to be tough. But um, I think this is going to be a good game for them to bounce back, especially with, you know, New Orleans um, having a lot of their – having a lot of guys out due to injury, man. This could be a game for them to uh, bounce back. Again, short week, um, playing at home. So we'll see if they can get back into that win column. Yeah, they need it. They need it, and they need it bad, like a lot of teams do. They got to they gotta turn this thing around, man. Um, but I'll be locked in. Hopefully it's not a stinker. We done had two back-to-back Coast Broncos, Commanders, Bears, and now we got Saints Cardinals. So hopefully – we Hopefully get some, we, get, we get some type of fireworks tonight. Man. Some better Jeez. action. Yeah, man. Yeah, Lattimore yeah. out, Michael Thomas, Landry. Sheesh. Then, you know, Chris Olave, I think he's still 
kind of questionable off of um, you know, coming off that concussion. Yep, I think Olave is playing though. I He's playing. I heard. Okay. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's the last I heard. And I got a a stat coming out about Andy Dalton, only quarterback to lose five straight prime time starts by seventeen or more points since nineteen seventy. The rare rifle, Andy Dalton. So we'll see if he changes that mm. tonight. So that that I'm, that you know that's a trend. And then obviously you got uh D Hop coming back for the Cardinals. So I'm going Arizona. Yeah, I'm going to Arizona too. And they at home too. Mm-hmm. They at home. I'm going, I'm going to Arizona. How you, what's the what's the environment like out there? What what's the what's the what's the environment out in that, you know, in that red sea out there in A Z? Man, the fans are the, the environment is is dope, man. You know, it's good energy in the in the building, man. Um, obviously, it's always better when the team is winning. You know, playing good ball. But I, I like that energy, man. I like the energy there. Uh, fans always show love. They come out. They support you. Um, whether it's a Thursday night game, you know, whenever it is. So I, I definitely like that energy. I think it'll be turned up in there on a Thursday night. Um, again, I think this will be a good time, um, a good week for Arizona to get back in that win column. The favorites here, two and a half points favorite. Let's go, Cliff and Co. I mean, I'm all in, and I'm taking. I'm taking. What's the? What, I can't see the uh, the odds two. from here with the points. What's um, that? so Arizona, two uh, two and a half point favorite, mm-hmm. minus one forty six. The over under is forty three and a half. Okay, under's been hitting. I'm sure every week on Thursday. But um, Andy Dalton losing by 17 plus. This might be a 31-10 type game, but we'll see. So we both going yeah. AZ, both and going I'm going AZ. them money line in against the spread. I'm right there with you, my guy. Yes, sir. Right there with you, man. Sticking to sticking to football, um, and one of the bus teams. Uh oh. Um, tour. It's set to return for the Dolphins in Week Seven versus the Steelers. I'm not a. We've fan been talking of it. about this, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not a fan of it, and this is one of the reasons why. <laughs> he came out and said he don't even remember being carted off the field. Um. So again, you know, I'm no medical expert. You know, I just seen some things. You know, in the past. I've mm-hmm. seen how they've dealt with Tua, you know, two concussions within a matter of five days. Um, you know, I've had a, a, a very serious concussion. I know how my uh, my effects, my um, my my concussion lingered. Mm-hmm. Luckily for me, mine's happened in the preseason, so I was able to yeah, plenty time. sit out plenty of time to you know get rest and you know bounce back. We all know this is a billion dollar business. You know, they talk about safety. They talk about protecting mm-hmm. the players. In my opinion, there's no way in hell this young man should be going out here and playing another NFL game coming off of, what What was that, three weeks ago? I think, yeah, was that week four? Maybe, I think maybe week week three against Buffalo and that week four matchup against Cincy. Yeah, so, after suffering two, week two, five, six, yeah. two damn concussions in a matter of five days, my guy. Nah, I get it. I love the, the the competitive spirit. He wants to get back out there and help his team win. But again, like we talked about over and over again, man, this shit is more about just the livelihood and the quality of life yeah. that you want to live when you get done playing, man. And um, I'm not, I'm gonna put the good juju out there. I'm gonna say he gonna go out here this week and he's gonna have a great game. He's gonna come out. He's gonna be untouched. He's gonna be healthy. But man, it's, it's too it's early, tough too soon for you. For me, man, that's for me. Yeah. But who am and we, I? And, yeah, and we—I mean, we've—we've—we we've become we become privy to a lot more information when it comes to these injuries, brain injuries, and the lasting long-term effects from short-term effects from them too. Um, you know, I know when we played uh, once they, we might have been in the league when they started concussion protocols. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't think that was really a thing. Um, like first coming, in, like you just got your bell rung, and you got took out for probably a couple series. <laughs> you was probably back in there. Like if you got a, a head injury, unless you was like out there laid out type shit. But if you got like a run of the mill concussion, 
you came to that sideline, somebody check you out, they'll probably come back and check check you out again before you got to go back on it. You'd be good. And then even when the protocols first got installed, I remember um, – and it was kind of more so unspoken. Like, nobody would come up to you and call you soft or be something. But if you got a concussion and, like, you didn't play that following week, it was kind of like, come on, bro. Like, but now, knowing – you know, all the other things that we know about it, uh, which and it's a good thing. It's a great thing because we're taking yeah. better, better, better care of ourselves. Um, the league is, you know, hopefully trying to take better care of the players. So I definitely understand uh, why you and a lot of people are saying, hey, this is too soon for Tua. Now, you know, I, I won't say it's too soon. I won't say it's too long. Like, you know, I, I, I got to, I guess, trust Tua to make this decision. And as players, we don't always make the best decisions, but. Uh, like you said, I'm gonna put that good energy out there as well for Tua, and yeah. um, and it's not the most important thing, but I'm looking forward to one leading these Dolphins to another win <laughs> on prime time <laughs> against these Pittsburgh. Speaking like a speaking like a true fan, hey man, go ahead get this pick- dub, man. <laughs> hey, let's go, let's go, yeah, let's go get this dub, man. You know, man, you get knocked um... out every day, B. <laughs> question from Tom Gaines. How long would y'all say he should sit out just based on what y'all are saying? Again, I'm no I'm no medical expert, right? I'm not sure. Have a month, on at box? least. A- at least. At least. So I would say, you know, come back November. You know what I'm saying? Come back November and, you know, trot out there. But uh, three weeks after two and one week, yeah, I, I said good month. Yeah, he still yeah. he still hasn't come out and said that that first one was a concussion. We actually had rap sheet. Um, he didn't have to. Exactly, he didn't have to. We had, we had rap sheet on uh on Pat show yesterday, and um that was one of the things that kind of came up. It was kind of like because the dude the boys didn't know. Like, hold on, he still is saying like that first one against Buffalo wasn't a concussion, so he's still standing by that been a back and ankle injury. So to everyone else who saw it, we say, hey, he suffered two concussions in four days. To two in the Miami Dolphins, the story that they're sticking to is he had a back and ankle injury on Sunday and then he went out <laughs> and suffered a, so his first concussion of the season. So basically, so basically they say all y'all some damn fools. Like, y'all they don't know said, what y'all yeah. like. All y'all some fools. Yeah, we, we, don't know what, we don't know what drunk look. We don't watch fo- football, boxing. And shit, any other high contact sport when you running your brain into some shit like we we know right. what it looked like, but um, that's the story they're sticking to. So for him coming back two and a half, three weeks later, after what the team is saying was one concussion, it makes a little more sense. Now for everybody else, we know he suffered two and four days. I would say you know really you know fandom aside, viewership aside, all that stuff aside, just talking on the human, I would say at least a month. And the, but we know how tough that is to miss during the NFL season, especially as a starting quarterback. But um, but yeah, that would that would be my legit answer. I think that was Tone who asked that question. Yeah, and then even with that, like a, when you say a month, like it, you can't really put a timetable on it. You know, everybody again, everybody um bounces back differently. Everybody bodies respond differently. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just one of them things. You're just thinking about what type of injury it is. So again. No, 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 no medical experts here, but just voicing our opinion. Yeah, man. Godspeed to Godspeed. What we got next? Like you on mute? You on mute? I mean, mute. Um, yeah, let's talk mute. about. <laughs> let's talk about this this vibe, man. We about to we about to jump out. Of, <laughs> we about to jump out of sports real let's quick, man. Real so quick. it's pivot real real quick pivot, right? Um. For y'all that's listening, that, that's watching, that's that's good with numbers, they're good in math class. <clears throat> so it's a, Help uh, me out, vowel, a vowel magic and logic problem that had people going crazy, right? Magic so, and logic. So here here it is, right? And for the people that's that's listening that, that can't that can't see, right? So it's a math test, right? And on this test, you get this paper, right? And the teacher says, fill this equation out fill this math problem out. It says 9 equals 90. 8 equals 72. 7 equals 56. 6 equals 42. 3 equals question mark, right? So... Let let the, let the con- let, let some of the comments fly, fly in real quick. Cause I, got, I got my answer. And I got the, my answer pretty quick, too. I got the, my answer pretty quick, too. 
Okay. And but I did see probably what you saw, which was a lot of people debating between uh multiple answers. Uh has the the person who put this out has the has the um has the answer come out like the the for sure answer? I'm not sure, but because it, it took in my I'm like, okay, it it could it be two answers? Because again, it's like we're not giving any context. We just giving, hey, this is the math test. Do X, Y, and Z. Typically, yeah. you have a, a you know teacher whoever be like, look, this is what we're working on. This is X, Y, and Z, right? Mm -hmm. So, I think what we're seeing here in the chat, I know we got some some answers up here that would be <laughs> nah, <you> can... <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I can't I can't see the comments today. But... So so we so we got a lot of 18s. We got a lot of 12s. Um, we got a 15, we got a 16, we got a 30. And some of these answers, it's like, you know, when you take a test <laughs> or, or you or, or the teacher put an equation on the board and you got your answer <laughs> and the rest of the class, they arguing over two other answers. <laughs> and you like, damn, I'm like. <laughs> I mean, you got 38, everybody else like, yeah, see the 12 or 18. Right, right, right. So the, the one the one I got was twelve. That that that, that okay. was that was the answer that I got. Which one you? So came I got eighteen. With? I got eighteen. You got eighteen. Okay, I got I got I got to hear your logic on, on getting how you got the eighteen. I bet. So my logic was simple, right? So I'm just looking at the sheet, right? So I'm just mm -hmm. filling out. I'm just trying to get to the question mark. So <clears throat> for me, it was nine times. If I'm looking at how we can get to this, nine times eight equals 72, right? Eight times seven equals 56. Seven times six equals 42. So if I'm like, if I'm just continuing down the path, I'm taking, I'm saying six times three equals 18. Mm. So that, that was, that was my logic, right? Where I can see where other people can okay. come to 12 is because, okay, well, you're missing the five and you're missing the four. And if you would add the five and the four, then when you get to three, it will be 12. But I'm like, okay, well, again, the context is not included. Like, you don't know how. True. Yeah. You only look what's, 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 you, on, what's on this you, paper or not. Yeah. Paper, whatever you, this is. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what was what's being said. So that's how I came to my conclusion as far as, you know, that's how I got 18. Yeah. Oh, let me see one more. See, see, that's interesting because I didn't even. So you're looking was, at it from the starting from the top down. Not, so I just use, I didn't do, I definitely didn't do it like that. I just said, okay, nine times 10 is 90. Eight times nine, 72. Uh, seven times eight, six times seven. And then if I go down to the bottom, I have three times four because that would be the next highest number up, and all the other numbers are basically multiplied by the next highest number up. So I went three times four was 12. So that's how I got to my 12. Um, but I guess both answers make sense now. That so, was the first so, time I saw 18. And when I see these, I don't even like to click on the comments before I'm ready to really dive in there and get to an answer. But that's how I got to my answer. But it's very interesting to hear how you got the answers. Yeah, yeah so, so I was just going – Strictly off what's on the paper, like I get the mm -hmm. I get the five and the four missing, and how people be like, okay, with well, a five and four missing, you got to think about that. But I wouldn't even I'm think just, about that. I'm not thinking about the five and four missing. No, you wasn't thinking about that. You just going nah, off I'm, the, I'm the three. Going off what I yeah, going off what I what I see. Very interesting though. So what what's the what's what's leading the pack right now in the comments as far as in the, the comments? It's a, a a lot of a lot of. 18s and a lot of 12s. Okay. A lot of 18 and 12. Like I said, you, you got a 30. <laughs> you got a 30. You got a, uh, a 16. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to call no names out. Um, yeah. Hey, yeah. man. If you, put, if you put one of the answers that 8, 12, or 18... Just let me know a little bit how you got there. But, yeah. um, but, nah, but yeah, this is a little brain... That was Brain interesting, teaser, something, I guess. Yeah. Something different for the man and man, but um, hey, <laughs> that's funny. Um, 
What else we want to we want to talk about? We want to tap into this NBA, get to our predictions this year. Yeah, let's get to it, man. Let's put this sports equinox tweet up. I think that's the title of the show today. So okay, sports here we equinox is here. Yeah. Hey, from Kendall Baker. Go ahead, Dubai. Yeah, yeah. So happy, yeah, I got, happy sports equinox eve. Tomorrow will be the 27th time, I believe, we're talking about today. Today will be the 27th time in history that the four major sports leagues are all in action on the same day. It's the first of a record four sports equinoxes this year, with two more upcoming Sunday and Monday, and then the last one on Monday, October 31st, Halloween. So the four major league sports are all in action today. That's the MLB, Major League Baseball, NHL, the National Hockey League, Um, the NBA, National Basketball Association, and the National Football League. So for y'all, you sports fanatics out there, we know we had those dead months. We on here talking about who knows what. This is a great day, a great day to be alive. Great day. Happy sports uh, equinox day to all you sports fans out there. Sports fanatics, man. This is the best time of the year, man, when it comes to sports, man. Yes, sir. Playoff baseball, early hockey, second quarter football, and then a new NBA season starting, man. So a lot to talk about. Speaking of that NBA season starting, well, shit, already started. Yeah, man. We um we got to get to our predictions this year, yeah. man. Mine was right last year, too, by the way. By the way, yes, it was. Well, the one that you see, Steph, right there, you see that light skin oh, killer right oh, there? That, that, that yeah, one was. Real, you had yeah. Brooklyn. That shit was far from right. For A, hey, you know, broken clock right twice a day. So, uh, Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors made my prediction correct last season, uh, winning. Their fourth, Steph, Clay, and Draymond's fourth title together. They got their rings the other night. Um, and should, I guess we'll start right there. That, that's going to be my – they're going to run it back. Back-to-back champs. Too much continuity. Too much talent. Uh, very good coaching. We saw the difference in coaching when Mike Brown had to step in there for Steve Kerr last season. Um, and when Steve Kerr got back, shit looked a little different. So, shout-out to yeah, Steve Kerr. Shit and shit Mike, bro. <laughs> No, nah, no. Nah. Shout out to Mike Brown. He, hit, he got a hit. What? Got this Sac- Sacramento. Sacramento? Shout out to Mike you, Brown, you seen that man. Clip? You see that clip of Mike Brown running? <laughs> hey, Tone. Hey, Tone. Find that clip of Mike Brown, man. Hey, so I'm yo. Turn the, turn the after Jets on, man. Find that. I, I was dying laughing when I saw that. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Mike Brown. But uh, Steve Kerr and his go to state Warriors, I think they run it back this year. So, obviously, that's my – um, prediction to represent the West in the NBA Finals. And then even after a bad opening night performance, I'm, I'm taking my ass back to Brooklyn. Back to Brooklyn with the Nets. KD, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Steve Nash. Who knows if Nash even finishes the season as the head coach. But I got the Nets representing the East. And I got the Golden State Warriors Represent the West. Now, I believe you picked the Lakers last year. Even with this weak-ass roster coming into the season, I tried to tell you about. Where you at this year? I think you're on mute right now. I won't I won't pick them this year. <laughs> oh, so you learned from your mistakes. You ain't like yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to learn from my mistakes. I'm actually going to jump over there, go back to the Bay. I'm with you, man. <clears throat> I'm going to go Golden State. Um, I think the, the punch seen and heard around the world, man, <laughs> Gonna bring them even closer and tighter, man. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got you got Draymond Green coming out and just talking about, you know, the incident and you know how they made him feel. I think he'll be a different person in the locker room. Man. I think it's going, it's going strengthen that team. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I got the Golden State Warriors, man, coming out of the West and out of the East. I'm going with Milwaukee. Okay. Healthy. It was missing. Bucks. It was missing that guy. It was missing Robin last year. I'm I'm going with the Bucks, man. Um, I just feel like they're just a better overall team. Um, obviously, you got some solid teams in the East. You know, Philly, Boston, Miami, um, Orlando got a a young a young mob. Mm-hmm. See what they could do. We'll talk about the young rook here coming up. But 
Yeah, I'm gonna go Golden State, man, and um, and the Milwaukee Bucks in the final for AB. Golden State and the Bucks. Okay. Any any teams? Um, kind of, I guess, below the radar that you can see surprising. I know my first team um, that jumps to mind would be them Pelicans, man. Yeah. If a big if, obviously. I, it, I don't if think Zion can stay healthy. But nah, they got a for real, nah, for real. They got a they got a nice little top um big three. They do, but a lot of people, if you look at the West, a lot of people say obviously um the Warriors. <laughs> Some people still say the Lakers, but even the Clippers getting back, you know, healthy with yeah. Kawhi and, and Paul George and them. That Suns, you know, they always run through, you know, the regular season at least. Memphis. Mavericks, Luka back, Memphis, you know, so it's a lot of teams that I think Denver. people will mention. Denver. Uh, so a lot of teams that people mentioned before, uh, the Pelicans, but you, you know um, who in the East though? Who that? Cleveland. Cleveland with Donovan Mitchell, Mobley, Garland. Cleveland could be a sleeper. They could. Cleveland could and be then, Cleveland could be a mob. And then even Orlando, I think Orlando's gonna take them another year or two, but they got a good young course, long. Long mob, you know what I yeah. mean. So, um, I, like I said, I'm excited for this NBA season, man. I'm excited. Yeah, a lot of young stars. Obviously, a bunch of old heads still doing their thing as well. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 excited for this season too, man. So, uh, who your MVP this year, though? Ooh, rings is nasty. Yeah, them rings tough. They got four of them things, man. The fourth one. I'm staying at Golden State, too, in my MVP. I'm going to old head. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. going to average good 28 a year. 28 yeah. this year. My MVP. Who's my MVP? I don't think Steph won't get it. I think it's going to be somebody. My young pop out. Pop on the scene. Uh, maybe, maybe not somebody young, but, you know, we, we, we get used to the LeBrons and Steph, the Giannis. KD, um, the KD. Oh, Giannis. Giannis is always a safe pick. Yeah, I, I think it might be somebody. You know, MB. You know, MB might be mad. He didn't. You know, he might. He was. He was in the running last year. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be somebody different this year, though. Definitely, Curry will be a good, a good pick. Obviously, safe pick. Giannis will be a safe pick. But I just got a feeling it's gonna be somebody. Somebody we might not be expecting. That's fair. Maybe a lot Josh. of good players. Josh is Zion might go on the run. He stay healthy. Man, I like Brent. that. That Pelicans team, Zion, B.I., Ingram, and uh and McCullough. Brandon Ingram, man. They said they what they said the boy had what he had the the, uh, the Jesus Shuttleworth uh throw last night and was going to work. <laughs> going to work. He 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 smooth, man. He's smooth on that court, man. Um but yeah, man, NBA is back. NBA season is back. Should be a good one. Should but obviously, be. you know. Still locked into this football stuff. And we got that F1 brand. Yeah, this hold weekend. on. But before, we, before we get on okay, that F1, okay, okay. we're going to talk about um, Young Cat, man. He did some. Um, Paolo. How you say his last name? Banchero. Banchero, man. First rookie since LeBron with the 25-5 and 5 in his debut with the Orlando Magic. Does this say anything about this young man's? Future. I know we like to, you know, compare and I'm not gonna say overreact, <laughs> hey, but what what does this? Yeah, say? I mean, we had that uh, NBA draft. We had a show, I think, right before the NBA draft, and they had Jamari Jabari Smith, I believe, as like the lock to be the number one pick. Might have been a day before the show, maybe the morning of of the draft. I'm sorry, and I said, "Hey, Paulo." Get out of Duke. He should go one. He's going to be one of the ones. I think Chet's going to be good. I think Jabari's going to be good as well. But this dude, he's, you know, big pause, like a big, strong, like one of them, you know, a man child. You know, we see him in the locker room. Sometimes, you know, you're around professional athletes all day, every day, but sometimes might walk through and like, okay, that, that, he, he might be different. And then you see the skill set that he has along with it. Um, obviously, it's going to be him, you know, putting in the work and then, you know, the pieces being around him as well. But He's got all the makings of being, uh, you know, one of the next great players in, in this league. And for, to do something that, he, you know, that's tough to do. 25-5-5 five, five, five in the NBA debut, like you playing against, 
shit is real. I don't care what team you're playing against. Like, this is a bunch of pros out there, the best in the world, and you come out the gates um, like that. It's a reason why it hasn't been done, um, you know, since somebody who's in the GOAT conversation in their 20th year right now just dropped 30, and that's LeBron. So um, am I going to say – am I saying he's going to be the next Bron? No, I'm not saying that. The next KD, the next – but he's got a chance to be a great NBA player, Um Banchiro, so shout out, shout out to him, man. Hopefully, the magic can continue to build um, around him. I know that was your mob growing up, right? Yeah, that was my mob, man. Penny and Shaq, man. Nick Anderson, Dennis Scott, man. They put it, they introduced me, man, for real, for real, to the game. So I'm always rooting for them on the on the low, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, they can come out here, man, and, and get that that franchise back to how it once was, man. And before we get to this F1, man, we're gonna just how I need y'all to hit the weekend. Just like this. Fucking stuff. Turn the fucking death. Turn the fucking death on. Turn the fucking death on. Fucking stuff. Turn the fucking death. Turn the fucking death on. Turn the fucking death on. You heard him. You heard him. Hey. Turn the fucking jets on, man. Turn them jets on, man. Got to run into your weekend just like that. Just like hey, that. I love it. If you, hey, if you don't use it, you lose it, man. Mike Brown bringing the energy. Uh, that's how you stay young, man. But I, I, I love it. Let me see it one more time. Let me see, let me see the knee drive. Let me peek the knee drive <laughs> hey, real you, quick. You're you not going to see that. That's, that's <laughs> missing. Fucking stuff. Turn them fucking jets. Turn them fucking jets on. Turn the fucking jets on. Mike Brown was hurt. I know he was hurt. I know he yeah. went straight to that training room after practice, though. But I saw, I just knew he was going to fall when I saw. It. It's just something about just see, like, you got to, you got, hey, if y'all out here running, uh, matter of fact, Nakiba, I think Nakiba was racing one of her nieces, somebody on the beach last year or something. But y'all out here running, you, you know, your old head might be. Everybody had their day. You know what I mean? We, we all had our day in the teens, 20s. Once you start hitting them second half of the 30s, the fourth, hey, pick them knees up, man, because that shit go down <laughs> real quick, though. But shout out, shout out to Mike Brown setting the tone. Setting uh, the tone. For man. y'all that, weekend, man. For our weekend. And I, I know his players like that. You know, your, your coaching staff, your players, man, when you're able to just put yourself out there, because he know he probably looked bad as hell running up and down that court. Oh, yeah. But to be able to go out there and do that for your guys, man, and try to set the tone. Man, I love to see it. I love to but see it. Quad, quad, probably tight right now. Man, lo- lower back, hip flexors, everything gonna fly. <laughs> <laughs> everything gonna fly. Oh, oh man. man, so my my guy, man, F one. Hey man, let's get get let's get D Buck on one of these um these Formula One. Yes, sir. F one podcast come... talk show something. Something, man. Something. Something big on that F1 scene. But Formula One travels to Austin, back to the States this weekend. Austin, Texas, um, uh, for the 2022 United States Grand Prix. Uh, Max Verstappen has already won the Drivers' Championship this year. The Constructors' Cup is pretty much wrapped up with Red Bull, even though it's some um, controversy around it because What's the controversy? So they uh, went over the but the budget basically. So every team has a certain allotment of cash that um, you know they could spend. I'm no, I'm not no you know expert in this field, but every team has a certain amount of cash. So basically, going over your salary cap, but they don't have luxury tax and all that. So yeah. they went over, um, and you know they haven't really been punished that severely by the FA, FIA, the, the kind of group that you know looks over. Um, and it's always kind of been some, even with last year's championship, with how they did Lewis Hamilton in the last one and moving the cars and getting Max behind them for that one more racing lap. And Max ended up winning the, his first world championship last year. So it's always kind of been a little controversy around this Red Bull team, at least um, since I've been following F1. But um, Max already locked up, um, like you said, all year. Man. That seemed like Max win every race. Max Verstappen. And um, they already locked that championship up. So this will be the first race, I believe, after he's locked it up. So I'm interested to see um, the dynamic. Like, how, like you know, how is that? That's kind of like playing a football season when week 13, you know who the champion going to be already. So I'm uh, every, obviously every driver has something 
you know, something to gain or lose out there. They want to get these points still. But I'm interested to see, um, you know, the level of competition once the championship is already wrapped up. But I, I'll be out there. I'll be out there in person um, heading out to Philly today, obviously, to record for NFL matchup uh, for this weekend. Then I'll be heading out to Austin, Texas um, to check this race out. So, um it, it, hopefully it's a good one. Hopefully it's entertaining. I'll be out there, rub some elbows, shake some hands, and uh, enjoy this uh, this race weekend, man. Man, my man D Butt on the move, man. Taking yes, over, trying to, trying to. Taking but yeah, it should over, be fun, man. It should over. be exciting. Man, before we, before we, um, before we jumped on, we uh, <laughs> it was um, kind of talking about a conversation we had on Monday. Just as mm-hmm. far as you know, giving passes um, to TB12. Um, you said you would. I was like, you know, it depends on what it is, man. You can't miss no walkthrough um, coming from a wedding. I don't care who you is. But the Kelsey brothers, yeah, um, they got a they got a podcast and they kind of talked about it, touched on it. Here you go, Let's listen see. to this. Tom Brady yelling at his old line. We've seen that before. Because sometimes you just got to fire the guys up, man. Did you see the clip? No, I didn't. He was yelling at them boys. We could tone it down a little bit. Listen, he's Tom Brady. I can't say nothing. <laughs> Tom yells at me. I'm probably not going to say nothing neither. But playing old line's hard. If there's one thing I do not like, it is quarterbacks getting into offensive linemen. Like, bro, I am f- doing the best I can, brother. <laughs> the f- up out of my face. <laughs> I will put you in that trash can over there if you don't shut the f- up. The last thing I want is a mother f- that can't get hit or it's called roughing the passer to come up to me and tell me how to f- wrestle somebody every play. <laughs> Get the f- out of here. Ooh. Listen, it's Tom Brady. I get it. I'm not saying <laughs> to Tom Brady either. My f- got a bunch of Super Bowls. He's earned the right to yell at his O-line. <laughs> so, I like it. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's uh, obviously that's that's Travis Kelsey, you know, the great uh, tight end Super Bowl champ out there in uh, Kansas City. And then his brother, um, Jason Kelsey, longtime center of Philadelphia Eagles, also a Super Bowl champ. K, one of the most memorable Super Bowl parade uh, appearances. But uh, that's that new podcast. It's called New Heights. New, new Heights. Heights. Yeah. Uh, episode every Wednesday, I believe. But I feel like that was a good conversation. That was a, that was a, yeah. a little snippet of a, a real <clears throat> conversation and kind of similar to the conversation we had on Monday. Um, and we always said on the show, you know, act how you can afford to act. And, 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 you know, different players have earned, I guess, different kind of respect amongst their peers and coaches and shit, sometimes fans, media. That's just how it is, you know, treating everybody fairly. But, you know, people definitely get treated different. So it was interesting to hear that longtime offensive lineman's uh, reaction to that. And you've, we've seen a lot of these. You know, we've seen Jeff Saturday and Peyton Manning get into it on the sideline. Uh, this is something that, that that goes on a lot. So a lot of people made a big deal about the Tom Brady leaning into his teammates, yelling at it, especially after missing walkthroughs for a wedding, like you said. But uh, what what you thought about that clip? No, nah, I mean, I, I, I'm cool with the clip. You know, I'm cool with the clip. Obviously, it was a situation where he felt as though his old line could have been playing better. And again, we don't have that context as far as like, what he was saying, why he was yelling at him, whatever the case may be. But... I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm I'm all for, you know, your leader or your other team. Obviously, he is the leader um, in that huddle, getting on his guys, um, trying to rally his guys. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. You know, I just think it was a little different conversation what we was having um, mm-hmm. as far as giving passes. But as far as that yeah. clip of what I saw with Tom Brady and his old line, I don't see no problem with that. Now, that wasn't really your, your, your leadership style, how you went after. But was there ever a moment – where you had to, where you had to flip that switch and kind of, and, and I feel like when that happens, uh, number one, it's only cool when that happens uh, when it comes from a player that you know, it's kind of that's who they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's who they like. They, you know, they all in on this shit. They passionate about this shit. They have, they are already in the ranks. They are already the leader on the field, the general, the whatever it is on the field. And everybody don't have that that title. Um, and. and, and it has to come from, from that place. It got to be authentic. It can't be – you can't be that guy. We've all played with these type of guys who, you know, in the camera around or, 
you know, you got that you got that shotgun mic up here, you know, NFL films on the sideline, and then you, hey man, let's let's gather, let's go out there. So it's a fine line. But uh, did you ever you remember any moments in your fourteen year career where you ever had to flip that switch? Hell yeah. Um, but again, it wasn't on putting a player down, and mm-hmm. I, at at mo- most of the time, I always wanted to put myself in that so it was a lot of time it was man we got to do this we got to do better we got to you know what i'm saying never wanted to single anybody out unless it was on some stuff where and as you know you in meet rooms you got guys sleeping in the meet rooms you got guys coming late to um to 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 practice or whatever and then you got on the field and guys are messing up on things that you've been going over so yeah that's the time where as a leader you gotta and we always talk about it accountability Hold that guy accountable, like bro. Mm-hmm. Like we can't be messing up on this. This is one of the main things we was focusing on throughout the week. Like we can't mess up on this. You know what I'm saying? And to your point, a lot of guys we respect one another in the locker room. You might not like yep. everybody, but we gonna respect each other. So when it's coming from a guy who you know, it's like you said, passionate about it, um, been in it, um, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's a little different. And also, like you. Like if a guy coming to you and you know you know he's he's fucking up <laughs> a number of times a game or you know what I'm saying yeah yeah you kind of looking at him like all right bro like <laughs> and and it's a difference between yeah so how fans view fucking up and how players view fucking up right so I'm I'm doing my job somebody catch a touchdown pass on me but I'm I'm executing play call somebody just make a play on me that ain't fucking up you meet somebody in the gap somebody run you over drop a shoulder boom that's not fucking up. You blowing assignments, you're not where you're supposed to be at in your zone. Or let's say you have a man, you blow the assignment in a man. Or like you said, we've been playing this certain coverage a certain way in the red area. And you blow that like that's fucking up. That's not being a pro. That's not being, um, you know, just not being just not being reliable, not being where being you're accountable. supposed to be. Yeah. Accountable. Yeah, that's where I'm yeah. looking for, not being accountable. So that's where, the, you know, the Emmys, the mental errors, all those. That's where messing up is. As a pro, look, everybody get paid out there. They get paid too. So that's not no giving doubt. that up. So when you somebody's coming from you from that state, like you know that person, hey, he ain't, you know, missing walkthroughs. When he called on the meetings, he on point. All the, like you said, showing up on time. They've built that credibility to come and, and come at that way. And um, but like you said, that's not something that happens every day because we we grown men. We don't need somebody, you know, yelling at us daily or doing even from a coaching stand. If you're a coach, you gotta yell at guys at the top of your lungs every day, like you ain't doing something right, especially on the pro level. Like you're not doing something right. You're not coaching right. That shouldn't be um somebody's style of coaching or leadership right. every day. But there are times well, hey, we got to – hey, maybe I need to light a fire. And like he said, he was like, shit, I'm the quarterback. I heard Tom talk about it. Look, I'm the quarterback, right? I don't expect the offensive lineman to do that. I don't expect the running back to come over and do that. I, like, I'm the quarterback. I'm the guy in the huddle talking. I'm the guy calling the plays. So, I should be the guy who goes out there. And you're not necessarily trying to be liked or loved by everybody out there. You know, y'all got a job to do. Shit. So, um, a lot of the great ones not. You know what facts. I'm saying? You kind of look back. You look back on it. Like, you know, a lot of people say hey, it's tough playing with LeBron, right? Um, a lot of people, it was tough playing with MJ. It was tough yep. playing with Kobe. Like, And that's what I always tell people. And they always talk about the people that are great at what they do. I don't care if it's sports. I don't care if it's business. They're arrogant. They're cocky. They're right. They are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you kind of, not saying you got to be cocky, but you got to be arrogant. You got to gotta, you gotta have a certain type of aura about you to be the best at what yeah. you do and to be able to excel day in and day out. Again, that's that's on the court, that's on the field, that's in business, that's whatever, man. So again, like you said, it's not it's not easy being a true leader. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. You gotta show up and be accountable every day and set that example. Um but um but yeah that was that was an interesting uh interesting convo. Nah, no doubt. Um got a couple questions man before we get out of here. Yes, sir. Um, again, man, y'all use that hashtag M2M Live, live um, so we can get y'all answer y'all questions. This is from Jake. Oh, got a third? Three, Harper. Are the Warriors a lock to run it back for the chip at plus 700? Tie for third on the odds list. A little overreaction. What you think, D-Buck? Tone, if you still in here, can you throw the, the, the current odds right now? Uh, I, wouldn't, I would definitely wouldn't say a lock. 
Um, you know, it's hard to say a lot, but they, in my opinion, they should be the favorites. <laughs> uh, anybody, I don't know who, I don't know who would be higher. And I guess we're going to see when we put the FanDuel Sportsbooks odds up here, but um, they would be my favorite going into it for sure. So I like that value at plus 700. You know, you're getting Steph back who, yeah, he's older. He's a year older, but his uh, his style of play, you know, I feel like he can play at a very, very high level for another two, three, four, five years, potentially. Um, you know, Draymond's still there. He brings what he he brings to that that team in the locker room and on the court. Jordan Poole, he's ascending. Klay Thompson is still a sharpshooter. Kaminga coming off the bench. <laughs> Wiseman maybe getting a rotation. Like it's they deep, man. So it's a lot of it's a lot. You still got crazy. the same head coach. So I mean, I, a lot I don't of I don't know why they not, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't be the favorites, honestly. So uh Who is yeah. the favorite. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. Just two teams, they said. Uh, probably the Bucks, maybe the Bucks. Yeah. Um, you know, you got Giannis back, obviously. Prime Giannis and um, Middleton coming back. Drew Holiday. Uh, so I would assume that it's the Bucks, and I don't know who will be that second team. The Celtics. Oh, that's okay. So they're top of the Clippers. So um, for those who can't see. Best odds right now. I can't see the number. You uh, can you read it, AB? Because I can't. Yeah, really see it. it's Milwaukee Bucks is um, at plus five fifty. Got the mm-hmm. Boston Celtics at plus six hundred. You got the Clippers and the Warriors tied at plus seven hundred, and then um, Brooklyn Nets at plus nine hundred, and the Phoenix Suns at plus a thousand. Okay, okay. So those are the um, the odds of what the top six. Uh, according to FanDuel Sportsbook, it'll be interesting to see what the Lakers are on that. But um, yeah, give me I, let me take that. Let me clip, clip this up. Matter of fact, Tom, let me take that Warriors plus seven hundred going into this season to run it back, back to back championship. Celtics up there too is surprising without yeah, uh, surprising. without their head coach. You know, still obviously got the same players, well, but Udoka, they they made they made Philly look like JV team uh, night. So true, true story. Uh, we're going to see. We're going to see. Another um, question. Again, man, use that hashtag in Swim Live. Um, Mitchell Job underscore. Is there any available talent at linebacker or cornerback the Lions can add to help out their defense? Or should we suck it up and let the young guys get reps? Man, let the young guys get reps, man. Um, you get some, get a corner or a linebacker to come over there. I'm not sure who would want to come over there to Detroit, but obviously trying to change that culture over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, I think younger guys get the reps. I think that only helps um, in the long run. You know, guys being able to see different, you know, different plays and to see different situations, scenarios on the field, it just helps you become a better player, man. So let the young guys get the reps and get better with them. Yeah. Like like AB said, you better continue to draft well. Um, you know, sign good good free agents, bring the right guys for that culture. Um, and, and MCDC, obviously, his his you know his clock is ticking. You know, all all, all the, the the things are good. You know, competing. Um, if you're betting, they cover a lot of spreads. And uh, but in this league, it is about winning and losing. So um, they they gotta start stacking these wins. But I would say, yeah, continue to draft as, as well as you can, and continue to develop these young guys. You know, you go out and get somebody a linebacker, corner here. This, I feel like that's when you're you know plugging in pieces to make a run this year. But this is obviously a a, a team that's you know probably a couple years away. But um, let them let them keep developing. Man, you see what's going on out there up up there in New York with the Jets. You know they they don't put a couple good drafts together. Got a you know got the guy head coach. Um, Joe Douglas has been doing his thing. Um, so and they and they, they they look they look damn good right now. So hopefully that can be the same trajectory for this Detroit Lions team. Nah, no doubt, no doubt. We got another question, man, and it's something that I was actually thinking about. Being that you know, last game he was benched from Dylan Green here in the comments. <clears throat> JC has had an injury trouble early in the season, don't think it's the same as Kyle. Um, oh, that's my fault, that's a that's the wrong one. JC, JC Jackson, yeah, he done had a rough start. And that's that's what the uh the question was uh pertaining to being that you know JC Jackson 
big, huge offseason signer for the um, Los Angeles Chargers mm-hmm. coming from um, New England Patriots. He was asking, do you think this is just another one of them? Um, there you go right here. This is Chauncey, my fault. DB, is J.C. Jackson another in a long line of Pats players who signed a big crazy contract and played badly for their new team? Mm. Things have gotten so bad, they replaced him in the second half. Yeah, they they, they benched and put Mike Davidson in. You know, first, first of all, you know, Brandon Staley obviously catch a lot of heat for a lot of the, the decisions he makes <laughs> during the game, which he should. And uh, he's play, he makes those style of calls aggressive. But um, him making that call to pull a big-time free agent in the second half because he wasn't performing up to par, um, that, that's a big one. A lot of coaches wouldn't have done that. So um, hopefully a little spark under J.C. But he's been struggling early. And, um, you know, obviously it's a different system coming coming over from New England. Uh, he missed time uh, in the preseason, had this ankle injury, came in a couple weeks into the season. Um, but, you know, we pros. And when you take that field, it's, it's no excuses, no explanations, especially when you're one of the highest paid players on the team. You got to be a, to quote uh, a Bruce Arians, you got to be a five-star guy. And five-star motherfuckers got to show up every day. So um, you can't be the reason why. You know, the other team is in the game or so make it so bad that we got to replace you in the second half. So, you know, whatever it is, uh, J.C.'s a pro. And I know for sure he's had great coaching um, in, in his past. And um, he, he earned the bag. He definitely earned it with his performance over the years. Um, but he, he's got to pick it up. He got to start playing better football because what he's been putting on film has not been good enough. You saw that from him, him being benched. But it's important that, you you know, he keeps his, his confidence, especially at that position, at any position on the field, but especially at that cornerback um, position. So whatever it is, if it's more studying, if it's more stuff he got to do with his body, if it's, you know, a little extra meeting room with just his DBs, whatever it is, uh, J.C.'s got to do it. And uh, hopefully, you know, J.C. figure that out. Yeah, man, and I think you hit it on the head, man. We we know he has the the physical ability to go out there and get it done. Uh, again, say all the time. A lot of time, this game is played. Majority of this game is played above the shoulder. Yeah, um, in between the ends, man. So you know, he keep his mental right, man, and don't get down on himself too too much. Um, mm-hmm. Because still, you know, it's a long season. That team is going to need him um, to play for the game. He he's a he's a vet on that side of the ball too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Again, like you said, if it's just something to, you know, tighten the screws on some things, um, body, uh, watching more film, um, just you know, gain that confidence back. And I think it will be a good story towards the end of the year. We won't, again, we're going to put that good juju out there. Yeah. We'll be able to look back on this and say, hey, I learned a lot about myself doing this, doing this tough stretch right here. So um, he'll, be, he'll be all right. Part of the story, man. Another comment right here from Dylan Green. Um, I, I think I saw that too. Uh, in in the post game, he he what basically said he um, JC came out and said he felt defeated, you know, when he was benched, and uh, he vowed to be better. And uh, you know, obviously, you know, that's that's when you're not playing well, especially on this level. That's embarrassing enough, uh, especially when you're expected to play well. So that's embarrassing in its own right. But um, to be benched. That's even more embarrassing. You know, you, you're getting pulled in front of everybody. So uh, it's cool that he he had this transparency, this level of transparency. Like, yeah, I, you know, I felt defeated. But like you said, you can't get – it's okay to feel those feelings, obviously, but then you got to get back right in the lab, right back in the lab and, and, and bounce back in. I'm sure he will, man. Like you said, this will be just a part of his story, man. I'm sure JC will continue. He came into the league, I believe, an undrafted free agent, and then you went out and earned, you know, $80 million. So – he done been in this position before. He done had to bet, bet on himself and, and scratch and claw out of some shit. So, uh, hopefully he does it again. No doubt, man. Before we get out of here, we, soon, we see a lot of love in here for Sauce Gardner, man. Young boy is a beast. He's a beast, man. He, he's playing that position the way he needs to be played. He's playing with a lot of confidence, a lot of swag out mm-hmm. there. One of the reasons why the Jets defense is playing really well. You know, um, a lot of things you can do when you have a corner out there on the outside that has his ability. And the crazy thing about it, he's only a rookie. So he's only going to get better. He's yeah. going to see more reps. He's going to get more reps. He's going to get these route uh, concepts down, man. And when that happens, <laughs> it's yeah. going to be scary. So I know you said Patrick Sertain, um, mm-hmm. but we got, a, we got a lot of good corners, man. Uh, Tariq Woolen and, out there in, in, yeah, in, Seattle. in Seattle. So we got a lot of good young corners out here that's making a lot of plays, man. But Sauce is a dog, a dog yeah, absolutely. for sure. Kyrie Elam in Buffalo, 
Got some young cats coming in. Stingley, obviously, in Houston. Got some young cats coming in balling. But Sauce, Sauce, above the shoulders, you can tell he's he's been coached very well. He sees the game. The game is 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 somewhat slow to him. That's what happens as a DB, especially as a corner. I can tell you firsthand. When you get out there and line up, I don't care how practice, walkthroughs, meetings, all that shit. Once that shit really start flying, it, oh, 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 but uh, he 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 got it between the ears, man. And when you watch him play, when you turn the film on, he looked like a seven, eight year vet. Same thing with certain, like you mentioned earlier. So love seeing these young guys coming in, balling. But to the people out there watching, the the fans, but more importantly, the young players that are looking at these other young players and say, hey, man, that's gonna be me and. You know, you could be in high school three, four, five years, whatever. Like, it's a lot of work that goes into that. Obviously, these dudes are talented and skilled, but like A.B. said, between the ears, above the shoulders, what type of work are you putting in throughout that week? How much are you paying attention in practice? Not only with the physical reps you're getting, but the mental reps. You know, when you're on that sideline and you're not getting those reps that, you know, A.B. may be getting every practice as a starter, but somebody going to turn an ankle first quarter, and then you got to get thrown out there on second and seven. You ain't been paying attention all week. You don't know the adjustments on the coverage from pro to slot, slot to pro. That's all the mental work that's being put in there. And you can't play mm-hmm. fast if you don't know what the fuck going on. Like, you cannot on. play. Yeah. It's impossible to play fast. So, um, you know, make sure you focus on those things before, you know, being that star, that, that star player that's going to be on the cover of magazines. A lot of work that goes into that. Nah, man, that's well said. Well said, man. Man, shoot, man, we're about to get out of here. We're about to take one yes, more sir. question. One more question, then we'll get out of here, get into this long, long weekend. Um, shout out to all my Howard alum coming into town this weekend. We'll shake the city up. Um, Who y'all play again? Delaware State. Delaware State, yeah. Delaware State, man. Um, for Monty Morris, we got last one. What do y'all think about Josh Allen needing to throw up a before every single game, man. I haven't seen that a bunch <laughs> yeah. of times on the teams. Guys just, you know, they they get their little routine. They feel like, you know, I'm not going to play well if I don't do this. And um, as weird it, as it sounds, a lot of guys do this. A lot of guys have to throw yeah. up, um, get those jitters or whatever it is out of their system. But um, obviously it's working for Josh Allen because he be out there eating. <laughs> sometimes it's throw up, sometimes taking the shit, whatever, whatever it is. It's something about that the the getting a little queasy. I, we call I I used to have butterflies before almost every game. You know, just just you know some level of nerves and you know you know you're prepared and you're confident and all those different things. But um, it's just still something until you get that you know that first hit or that first you know, block shed or tackle, whatever. You hear quarterbacks say it all the time. I, just, I need to get hit. Once I get hit, I'm good. So it's a lot that goes on, uh, you know, between those games, feelings-wise, anxiety-wise, all these different things. I'm sure it happens in, in the workplace. Maybe you got a presentation coming up next Friday. You've been stressing about it. Oh, my slides, right? I'm, what am I wearing? How am I talk? Everybody deal with it, man. From the Josh Allen, probably you know top three in the MVP conversation right now. He's still throwing up before ball game. Something he's been doing his whole one. life, though. Yeah, top one, top, 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 bro. Who, who else? Jalen Hurts. Shit, he undefeated right now in the bye week. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Hurts. Who else? Um, I got Josh Allen. Josh one. Allen. I got Hurts too. Okay, you, know, you okay. can have Pat Mahomes in there. And Mahomes, you know, he just came off that L. He might have dropped down the ladder a little bit. Who else up there? We'll think about it. We'll get back to some shit. Saquon got to be in the conversation. Yeah, true indeed. True indeed. True indeed. I like that. I like that, yeah, man. man. Hey, we, we appreciate definitely y'all, appreciate y'all, y'all, man. And and before we get out of here. Fucking stuff. Turn the fucking death. Turn the fucking death on. Turn the fucking death on. Hey, turn the Jets on going into the weekend, man. Turn the Jets on, man. Hey, we love y'all, man. We appreciate y'all, man. All the, all the support, man. Again, man, how we're homecoming this weekend. Look at young A.B. with the Braves, man. I call this one. What's that? I got to send it to you. I got to send it to you, man. Yeah. I wish I wish we could have got this on the part today. My goodness. Man. Um, <laughs> Let me see. Yeah. Okay, I see you, dude. You had yeah. you about a buck, you about a buck seventy-five right there? Buck seventy-five coming down hill on the ass. <laughs> but 
But look, man, y'all have a good weekend, man. Good Thursday. Right, Get that cardio in, man. We catch y'all. We'll catch y'all Monday live. But also, man, y'all tap in and we might have that. We'll have those picks for y'all come Saturday. Hey, I'm gonna let y'all know right now. Hey, be out there in the Chocolate City. He got him you know saying it, it might just be a graphic. It might just how be that, a graphic how, this week. Hey, how, how that magic that magic Johnson mean? I ain't gonna... <laughs> nah, y'all ain't gonna see me on Saturday. Y'all definitely gonna get that graphic. Be so stuck. Hey, right now. I will. Hey, I will be giving y'all the F one, uh, and NFL boost combined that you'll be able to bet on. Uh, in the, in the FanDuel sports book, so I got something for y'all. I don't know about the pick show, but um, we're gonna have the picks in for sure by Saturday night. That will happen. So, um, appreciate y'all for rocking with us as always. And we will be the plan is to be here live Monday to let y'all for overreaction Monday after week seven. Already week seven, man. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. We out.